Welcome to Aquarian Anarchy, ladies and gentlemen. Squirrels and uh, acorns. I don't know. I'm just making shit up at this point. Welcome to a special edition of Aquarian Anarchy. We are awaiting our very special guest, Josh Smith. He will be with us shortly. Uh, he's uh, he's working. He's got all those mouths to feed. He's gonna. He's trying to uh, trying to get get a little work done, and then he'll, he'll be in here very shortly. So we expect to have him in the studio in uh, in the next ten or fifteen minutes. But in the meantime, I am Chad. You see Marcus and Nico. You know the deal. We're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to get into uh, some discussions about uh, libertarianism, the Libertarian Party, of course, always anarchy. And uh, from, from our perspective, thank you, Marcus, for putting the banner at the bottom and reminding me to tell everyone, don't forget, two shares to speed the spread. Like this episode. Share it with your friends and family. Um, I know they're going to want to watch it. Um, especially now that I'm, uh, I'm growing out this goofy beard that my son says, I, uh, he says, I, I look too girly when I have my face shaved. So I've, uh, I've started to uh, try to look a little bit more like Marcus, um, right. trying to grow my, my Santa beard out a little bit. Um, also don't forget, go to our Patreon. We, uh, we have several awesome patrons there and we would love to add to the ranks. Um, also at the $5 level, you get to join our Anarch chat where there's some really good conversations going on down there. Um, stuff about arming yourselves, protecting yourselves, getting ready, planting food. Uh, Marcus has been working his ass off in his garden all weekend. Um, I did that a few weeks back. It gets a little warmer down here earlier sure. <laughs> in, uh, in Louisiana than it does in, uh, in Indiana. Uh, Nico, have you, started, have you started on your garden yet? Yeah, no, I started it. Uh, I have okay. my strawberries planted. I had to go help my uh, yes, what is it? My aunt with the door for her raised bed garden. So mm, I'm going to wow. be helping them plant over there as well. So I got some gardens. Cool. Working on. Excellent, excellent. Anything producing yet? Or are you still? You just did it recently. I don't Actually, know how cold it is. There. You know, what's hilarious is that I had kale planted last year, and oh, really. It survived the winter and it's grown back already. Kale's so, good. Nice. So That's awesome. my, I, I think I might have some kale tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> that's badass. That's badass. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's that's what we're all about. Like I saw somebody saying uh, earlier today, uh, Ian Miles Chong posted some shit with like Trump and Ron DeSantis sitting at a table together. And he's like, they will save America. And I was like, hero worship is what's going to doom America and has been dooming America for decades. Save your fucking self. And with that, right. I'll also remind everybody to go to our Teespring store and buy, buy some merchandise. Buy we, have some, we, have, we have really cool shirts. Marcus is wearing one right there. There you go. But without further ado, I will bring our guest into studio. I'm going to drop you down here, Marcus. And I'm going to have our guest up at the top there. What's up, Josh? How you doing, man? Welcome well, to the show. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, welcome, welcome. We were just talking uh, the other day. You you uh, you had a, a one of your one of your shows with one of our good friends, Hotep Jesus, uh, just a few days ago, and uh, we were talking about that before we came on here. And so um, I don't know. Besides that, and apparently uh, working your ass off today, what you been up to? Same old, same old, man. Uh, you know, I, I decided to start trying to promote liberty a different way. Uh, that's why I started the show Break the Cycle recently because. You know, I, I got seven kids in the house now. 
uh, mm. including one granddaughter. So I'm he a has a Patreon. Give him money. Yeah, have a Patreon. <laughs> give me money. Uh, <laughs> but this is your guys' show. So let's give them money first, then then come bring yeah. me some. Money I was about money. to say shit, man. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, trickle, tri- is that trickle down economics? If we get paid first, and then we like tell them to pay. You. Yeah, I think. I think so. no. I think that's uh, it's mutual aid, buddy. It's mutual yeah. aid. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I, you know, I, I, uh, I'm still an, an at large on the Libertarian National Committee. I decided to drop out of the chair race because I just I don't have time. I, I needed to be here for my family, and so um, I decided to start the show. I've been I've been trying to start the show for a while, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I started doing it as an audio podcast over a year ago. I put out four episodes in a year, uh, and I was just not very happy with it. You know, I, you know what they I, say about podcasting: consistency is key. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I always I always wanted to do it as a video, like a as a as a live stream. I wanted to do it as a show right. with video and stuff, but I I didn't know how to do it. I'm not a tech guy. I'm a total boomer mm-hmm. when it comes to tech stuff, and so um, I actually recorded those audio casts on my phone. Um, nice. through anchor and I put them out and they were totally scripted. It was really crappy. I wasn't a big fan of it. And, uh, I do better off the cuff, you know, and, um, it's I, hard to do that. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I sounded a lot like a robot, you know, I, stri- I scripted out 20 minutes worth of content and it just, it was too, it was not good. Um, mm-hmm. so I got kind of frustrated and gave up and then life happened. I had, you know, we had the baby back in, uh, on new year's Eve. Uh, I got congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I got custody of my daughter, um, her two siblings that were going to go to foster care. Um, we got yeah. them. My my girlfriend already or my fiance now already had two kids, and then uh, then we had a grandbaby in March. So I mean, it was like I went from being a bachelor living with my best friend in a three bedroom track house in in the East Bay area in California to living in Iowa with seven kids in one year. So um, <laughs> wow, so there's a lot of changes, and I just didn't really have time. But then you know, I was like, you know, I'm, you don't want to bring him with you to all the LNC meetings. Exactly, exactly. You know, I'm actually um, this this coming weekend I'm speaking at uh, the Missouri State Convention. I'm one of the speakers there, and I'm like, mm. I'm like, all right, guys, we're only gonna be gone 24 hours. Every you know, everyone relax. Right. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> um, but no, so I, so I, you know, a couple months ago, I was like, all right, I need to start doing the show, you know, especially because if you do a show well, I mean, you can bring in extra income, you know, and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. with as many kids as I have and Julia not being able to work because we have so many kids, uh, I've been putting in back to back to back to back 12 hour shifts every day. You know, I think I've had six days off in the last like 40 something days and, uh, and they're all 12 hour shifts. Wow. Um, and so, so, you know, I wanted to start doing it. So I started watching YouTube videos, man. And I watched probably a hundred hours of YouTube videos on the tech, mm-hmm. uh, the audio stuff, the video, you know, I, I got a DSLR camera and I, you know, I was like, well, I can't use a cam link cause it doesn't do clean. You know, I started really getting into it, but I, 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 I remembered that I had traveled around for the last four years and met everybody in the movement. And I was like, you know, I got some, I got some big names that owe me a couple favors. And so, uh, so I know I, that feeling. Yeah. So, so, I, started, <laughs> so I started, uh, I started getting, getting people together. I put together this great list of guests. You know, I got, I got people like, uh, you know, obviously Hotep Jesus and Dave Smith and, and, uh, mm-hmm. Scott Horton and, um, just, I mean, a great list of people. And awesome people. Yeah. 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 Great people. And so the show's going really well, man. You know, we we uh we yeah. hit like two point two uh thousand followers or something nice. now, and it's only been seven weeks, six weeks or something. Mm. And, Doing better um, than we are. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> but like I said, I had to leverage the work that I've done over the last yeah. four years. Sure. You know? But the, 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 I'm really happy with it, and I think it's a good way for me to do what I was doing without having to travel all over the country all the time, uh, which is what I was doing before. I mean, I spent four years on the road. You know, mm-hmm. I, I spent mm-hmm. 
I spent, I, I went to 40 States. I spent two weeks on Adam Kokesh's bus. I, you know what I mean? I just, it was, it was wild and, and it was fun and I wouldn't trade it for the world, but now I have to be planted and, and rooted here with my family. And so, um, that's, that's, that's the path that I took. And I think it's a, I think it's a good idea. I think, I think people are enjoying it. So. Well, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Cause that was, you, you were, you had, uh, like a lot of different things. Cause I know the, I know the feeling like of, and I, Marcus does too, I'm sure. Um, Nico, you're 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 lucky because you're young enough that you haven't gotten sucked into the libertarian whirlpool that is uh, is uh, you know all these conventions and all this other stuff. But you have your own thing with like your your family around there and and like your yeah. your new job and all that stuff. But like trying to balance those uh, passions and commitments and like your your desire to like help in the liberty movement, help set people free with this other responsibility that you felt like a calling to, 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 to shoulder, um, where like, how, how did that whole process go of like trying to, trying to figure out how you could make it all work and not burn yourself out? Well, I think the show, obviously the show is a big step towards that, you know? Mm. Um, but I mean, I was, I, I gotta be honest, I was burnt out. I mean, you know, a year ago I was already getting burnt out. I had been, I had just traveled so much and, um, uh, it was like every weekend I was flying out every Friday. Mm. I was flying out every Sunday. I was flying home. I was working five days a week. I was flying out Friday, flying back Sunday. It was just constant and never stopped. Um, and in fact, COVID I, before COVID shut down, I was going to do another 20 or 25 States, mm. um, for, for the convention season last year. Um, but so I think it was like state 12 when I came to Iowa, I was mm. the keynote speaker in Iowa and that's where I met Julia and, uh, mm. we, we whirlwind fell, fell in love. And then, um, she drove the next two weekends later, I was the keynote speaker in Illinois. She drove up and spent the weekend with me and I flew home and I, you know, I was living right outside of San Francisco in Oakland and, uh, they're getting ready to put this 24 hour lockdown in place at midnight. Um, and so I, I call her, I'm like, yo, I got all these airplane tickets I can't use now cause they shut down all these conventions. Uh, right. I'm going to come back to Iowa and I'm going to, uh, just, you know, quarantine for two weeks with you. Well, mm. So I bought, I got a ticket that day. I left at 1155. The 24 hour lockdown started at midnight and I came to Iowa with one suitcase. One. And wow. I never, it's now it's been, it's been a year, a year, and se- a year and two months or a year and a month. And, uh, and so, you know, I was, I was still trying to do what I could as an LNC member, um, but things were changing rapidly. Like I said, and mm. I was really burnt out on all the traveling and it was nice to kind of have roots and just be planted. And um, then we got my daughter and that really changed things. And so, I think the show is the biggest step to that. Um, and then of course, you know, I'll, I'll still do whatever work I can as an at large on, on the, on the national committee. And, um, like I, I'm still going to go speak in Missouri this coming weekend and, and probably a couple other Midwest States too. Cause the good thing about living in the Midwest is you can literally drive anywhere, I, you know, uh, everything's in t- 10 hours away. So, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of, that's how I decided to combat it. I was like, look, I can continue doing the work that I'm doing maybe make some profit off of it too because i am a capitalist and i do need to get paid and i do have all these kids to take care of mm-hmm. you know sure. and, and and uh still continue my work and in fact maybe i'll build a bigger platform than i had before and and be able to bring more people mm-hmm. to our ideas and so you know i can do this I, this is my basement i know it looks like a studio because i'm i, I decorated really nice, but it's it's my basement. I love the neon sign man yeah, what, uh, what topics do you genuinely talk about on your um podcast? Uh, so so my so just general liberty 
topics. I uh, when I, I'm still I'm still planning to do some solo shows. I I've done like two or three solo shows. Mm-hmm. One show I I always try to do two different topics on my solo shows. So like my first one I talked about um uh the the imminent Iranian war you know with Biden at the helm, and then obviously it was the 27 year anniversary of Waco. So I talked about the Waco siege. Really broke down the the documentary behind it and how you know we all got lied to by the ATF. And then um, the other one I did I did a I did a segment about uh um. Uh, them trying to cancel Bill Burr. I did a segment about uh, Ross Ulbricht, who I think doesn't get nearly enough media. Needs way more media, sure. um, and and other political prisoners in that in that segment as well. You know, um, and so right. uh, like you know uh, Julian Assange and Edward Snowden and and uh, uh, who else did I talk about? I talked about somebody else too. Uh, anyways, so uh, that kind of stuff. But then when I have guests on, I try to I try to direct it. You know, in a way that is going to work for the guests too. Like when I had Hotep on, I really wanted to talk about his tech stuff. I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, he talks, he talks about a lot of Liberty stuff recently, but I think mm-hmm. the tech, the tech stuff was really cool to get into and kind of some mm-hmm. of his views and the Hotep movement, which I think some, a lot of people don't know what that is, you know? Sure. Um, and when I had Dave, yeah, Smith what on, is that? <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, yeah, what is right. that craziness? He explained it. He explained it. He broke it down to me pretty well. You know, I'm wearing the hat and I've got the banner behind and the me banner. Yeah, absolutely. And that's how, that's how, that's how Nico and I met. Actually, um, that's how he became part of the show was through uh, through the Hotep Nation chat. Well, one of the one of, one of the Hoteps online this week called me an honorary Hotep, so I'm I'm gonna roll hey, it. Hey, yeah, hey, dude. Yeah. Hey, hey, dude. We 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 have called at least I've called us the Anarch Wing of the Hotep Nation for <laughs> going like uh, for probably about nine months now since nice. we interviewed Hotep Jesus, and nice. uh, yeah, for sure. You know what? Speaking, actually, speaking of the two weeks I spent with Adam Kokesh, let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about a little trip I took to Indiana once. <laughs> oh shit, right. man! It was good time. Right, right, Nico, they're gonna talk about naked white people. Dude, um, so, so, so Adam, Adam's like, okay, man, this is the Adam's like, this is the deal. Okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna leave Ohio. We're gonna drive to North Carolina overnight. You're gonna drive. I just drove the bus the whole time. Right? He basically got a free bus driver, but I got a free yeah, ride everywhere. Yeah. And so uh, we went. We went down to we went down to North Carolina. Then on the way back up, we stopped in Kentucky, stayed some time in Kentucky, and then he's like, "Okay, we're gonna go to this thing called Elf Fest in Indiana, <laughs> and we're gonna meet Marcus there." And I'm like, "I'm like, what the fuck, you know?" And uh, <laughs> so we show up, and it's this place called Lothlorien. In, in the middle of the forest. I don't know. What was that? Eastern Indiana or something? Yeah, like South Central. But yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're, we're talking like in the middle of the forest. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, there's just all these naked hippies with like angel wings on everywhere you look. And like, and like oh, elf yeah, ears. And, and there's like a down? huge yeah. fire pit yeah. and all this Nico, stuff. And I'm like, Marcus been talking about this, man. He's trying, and, trying to invite you down I there. Just, I just never like really <laughs> compartmentalize like naked people with like elves. I thought they were just, you know it, well, it, gets, it gets even better so th- these people are like there's obvious communists there okay mm-hmm. and we're handing out we're handing out adam's book freedom to these people <laughs> right? I'm, just, I'm like this is the most bizarre thing i think i've ever been through in my life but it was a blast i had an awesome time it was so much fun right. uh you know they had this big like 
um, I don't know, like Mad Max looking like steel thing built over this huge in like outdoor fire pit area with sand and people were playing drums. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm vibing, dude. This is cool. I like this it lot. Like Burning Man. <laughs> uh, it was like it was like a mini Burning Man in the middle of the forest. That's exactly what it was like. And so I, I will. I haven't really talked to Marcus a whole lot since then. So I wanted to say thank you. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. That was an awesome time. It's one of those memories I will never forget for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's good. One, you know, the Lothorian is an experience, and he's right. There were outright. I mean not going to get into to my issues with some of these people, but what was funny was, yes, he's right. There are outright communists there, mm-hmm. but there's also people we met that Josh was there. We met someone who knew Milton Friedman personally yep. and was it <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger? no, no, this was some lady. I didn't, don't even remember her name. And uh, so it, it really is a hodgepodge of different people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what's funny is his experience is actually pre festival because the real festival oh, doesn't wow. start until Friday. <laughs> You're right. Oh, this wow. was like Thursday. That's right. Cause we only stayed one night and then we, we woke up the next day and drove uh, pretty much straight to Omaha, Nebraska from there. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so yeah, it was one night. We were only there one night. We, we came in the early afternoon, stayed overnight and then drove the next day. And I was just like, what just happened, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a Lothlorian, man. I'm like, no, oh, that- all right. Well, that was cool, man. I had a good time. <laughs> for, for the, um, the people that are in our audience that don't know a lot about Josh, um, you know, just so you know, Josh, one of the things I, I don't know that I'm ever going to be involved <laughs> directly with the Libertarian Party again. They've pretty much sent me a pretty direct message that I'm not welcome. So they it, almost that's not words. true. I'm here, and Josh <laughs> is here to tell you right. that we absolutely accept. He's in you. a he's in a really rough state. No, I know. That's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> you're, what you're dealing with is Indiana, not so much the rest right. of us. So, but. But, I'm waiting for the makeover to happen. Well, well, I, I am too. And that's why um, what's going on is that I, I want to know where Josh is going because um, I'm not suited to politics at all. I am not good at it. I can't mm. lie to people to their face. No, I suck I have at it. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good at being an ass clown to somebody. I'm not good at choosing bef- between friends that are running for the same position, like happened between Josh and Jacob this past mm. cycle. I'm not good at that. It's not something I'm good at because I'm like, okay, you both are cool for different reasons. Right. Why can't mm. we get you both? And uh, so, because I believe in decentralization, but what I want people to know is yes, Josh has been um, involved with the Libertarian Party, but what impressed me about Josh um, from that first meeting at Lothlorien, and it was actually our second meeting. Yeah, because we had met in Arizona. Be careful. We were talking about a festival of naked people in the woods, and you say the thing that most impressed me the most about Josh. (laughs) Right, right, right. There's a reason why they call me tripod, buddy. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? For Big sure. pause, damn. But 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 oh. no, he he is absolutely a um not only a firebrand when he's you know, mm-hmm. people he has the the work ethic that I have 
that frankly isn't uh, seen everywhere. He is on fire for liberty and he is trying to do every single thing. And I'm sure that your your podcast will be successful because of that energy that you bring to the movement and to uh, understanding. I learned things from you uh, at um, the first time in Arizona, about the only thing he got to say from me was me taking a shit. That's right. Oh, yeah. I, slept, I slept in the bathtub and all of a sudden I'm like, what the hell is that smell? Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, God. It sounds like it would be better to have be, some really in the, woods, in the middle of the woods. <laughs> the He's right, though. He's right. I was like, oh, man. Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah. But, but when I learned, I, you know, I like to think that, that I know an awful lot about liberty and about the different um, influences like Murray Rothbard or even Milton Friedman or, or even going back to like, you know, Voltaire and people like that. True. But I learned things from Josh and I learned things immediately. It wasn't like, and, and that's because, he, and it wasn't like he was trying to have a class. I learn things just by being around him. And that's the kind of leadership. Um, and, and it was also libertarian stuff. It wasn't, you know, the libertarian mixed with a little bit of this or a little bit of that. Um, I learned real libertarian things from him. And if the libertarian party ever hopes to have any impact at all on, on politics in America, and I don't think they're going to win because they won't let them win. But when I say an impact, I mean changing hearts and minds because that's where it's at. It's going to take people like Josh, you know, to, to make that leadership happen, you know, and, and, and Josh, I understand there is no one that I have ever seen that has been as attacked. And I worked for Adam Kokesh for <laughs> three years yeah. that was as attacked as you have been in, in that same amount of time. I haven't seen anybody and you kept going and you kept fighting and you didn't give up. And that's what it takes to set the world free in our lifetime. So it's going to take leadership from you. And I hope that if you're not going to run for chair, I hope you are going to run for something um, in the Libertarian Party in a position of leadership because that party needs people like you. And right now, you and Carol and, and Karen Ann are about the only people that I put any stock in in leadership. Check out Stephen Nicalo too. He's pretty awesome. Okay. There's a, there's some good people on the LNC. There are, there are a few really good ones. I, I'm not always happy with their votes, but there's, I mean, people like John Phillips is, can be really good. You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. uh, Stephen Nicola is really, really good. Karen Ann Harlos is really, really good. Um, it's, you know, it's the Sarwarkian, uh, part of the, of the national committee that is shit. And there's still a Sarwark on that national committee. So, um, unfortunately, mm. you know, and that's, it's, it's being combated right now. I mean, it really is. There's what is going on right now in the libertarian party, make no mistake is a 100% a battle for the soul of what mm. the normies consider libertarianism in this country, because that's what it is. <clears throat> Can I ask you a question about that, about yeah. the, so just, just from my observation from as just like a, a regular, now granted I've been, you know, to the last two con conventions as the national delegate um from california and then from louisiana <laughs> um, oh right 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 so uh california because it was in new orleans and like louisiana was like nah man it, it, like there's no room. All, it's all booked <laughs> yeah. we, there's no more room yeah. um louisiana this time because people are like ah, i'm not going to orlando and like yeah, you, i'm not doing this in play, person and they'll be played yeah. rats right exactly exactly okay. which and, and, and still <laughs> nobody got sick by the yeah. way um we're not gonna talk about that yeah. but um 
But no, so so I'm watching the GOP and in in other ways the DNC like eat themselves. Oh yeah, big time. And to me, there is this gaping like you could drive a Mack truck through the hole that is being blown open by the offensive line that is those two parties shooting themselves in the foot. Yep. <laughs> I agree. And and what What's frustrating to me is it's only rivaled by how much the LP seems to want to shoot itself in the foot. It's it's impotent signaling, signaling <laughs> is what I call it. it it's it's impotent signaling. Yeah, I mean so, that's what it so, is. So do you do you think that there? Because I what I think is that there is a there is a, an opportunity to actually, at the very least, become a legitimate um, power broker party where you can almost king make. In, in in certain instances, sure. um, like some of the non top two parties in other countries, where you see, you know, uh, like in Great Britain, where they have like five different parties that are actually like somewhat powerful True. that can actually build coalitions together. And I'm not saying I'm thrilled with all the decisions that come out, but at least the people can feel like they're somewhat represented because. I feel like the 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 libertarians in the U.S. have no representation whatsoever. Sure. We've got like Thomas Massey and half a Rand Paul. Half, half. That's fast. <laughs> you know? it these days. Like, like, I mean, that's. I mean, seriously, Agreed. that's where yeah. we are. We, we're no, like I agree. Thomas Massey and half a Rand Paul, and yeah. that's all we got. And Justin Amash, you know, like joined the Libertarian Party so he could stop being in Congress. And I was like, huh? Yeah, and well, stop yeah. being libertarian. Yeah, he's gonna, I, yeah, he's gonna run for he's gonna try and run for president in twenty twenty four. Everyone knows. It. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, the, the yeah prags, sure. the, that's why I'll tell you this is one of the one of the reasons. And I'm not gonna shit. There's a lot of really good prags too. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. There are some yeah, really yeah. good prags. Um, and then but, there's Joe Houtman, who's a total and complete well, piece of the, shit. The majority of the prags are are. <laughs> Horrible. Don't um, put Josh in that. Like, oh, you I'm can fine. say that to I'll me. Go, I'll go at Joe Hotman all day. Trust me. We have had our I know, shit. Mar okay. uh, Marcus. Marcus will go. Marcus will go. Like he'll be hit below the belt all day. Um. On yeah. Anyway, but, but here's so here's the thing. One of the reasons why the Prags are going at the Mises Caucus so hard is because they want to usher just Justin Amash right into the presidential mm -hmm. spot, mm -hmm. and they know that the Mises Caucus is coming to fuck that up. I mean, that's literally mm -hmm. what we're doing. You know what I mean? We're not we're not gonna let this party be milk toast bullshit anymore. Mealy mouthed anymore. compromising with exactly. the GOP and the DNC on like Look, well, let's make it to where it's like uh one tenth less authoritarian. Tom Woods but still it, really authoritarian. Okay. Well, I went I went on Tom Woods show. I think it was the second or third time I was on Tom Woods show. That yeah, that was a name drop. That was a big name drop. Anyways, uh so that's how oh, I found out about you, honestly. Like oh, the first time you were on there, way back when it. you and, and and then Heiss, I think it was like probably like early twenty eighteen. And then I like I actually sent I actually sent that episode to Adam. I was like, "Hey, Adam, um, you need to listen to this and see if there's a way we can like you know like yeah. build a, a coalition with these folks because sure. like I, I think this is the way to go. Like th these these folks are like legit. We weren't ready. So, I mean, in, tw in 2018, we weren't ready, but we. Yeah. So here's the thing. So yeah, I didn't, the so bone structure wasn't there to support yeah. all that muscle. I'm, I'm talking to Tom Woods. I'm talking to Tom Woods, right? <laughs> and and he goes, he goes, well, yeah, I get it, I get it. Because if the, you know, the majority of people in this country, when they hear the word libertarian, they don't think about the Mises Institute. They don't think about the Cato's and, and uh, Adam Kokesh's and, and, mm. and freedom and all this shit. They think about the fucking libertarian party. And when that's their first segue into libertarianism, 
they automatically think everyone's like Justin Amash that's libertarian. They get in the party and then they start trying to fight the libertarians to get them out of the party, right? And Tom Woods said, if there's going to be wow. a chair in this party, if there's going to be a chair of the party, that chair needs to exude pure libertarianism at every turn. For sure. And so that's what the Mises Caucus is trying to do for the party. And that's why they're fighting it. I mean, 100%. That's why they're fighting it because they don't want that because then they can't usher their guys right up to the top of the stage to be impotent for another four years. You know what I mean? And so we're, we're, we're threatening that we're threatening the, the pond and it's, and it's working. But in 2018, we weren't ready. I mean, yeah. but here's the thing. Here's the other thing. A lot of people are like, well, you lost, you lost in 2018, you lost in 2020. Right. And I'm like, Dang. I'm like, did I, I'm like, did I, did I fucking yeah. lose? I'll tell you what, I, I set out on a mission by my fucking self in 2017 to change the Overton window in the Libertarian National Party, right? And I set out that. on a mission. Nobody knew who I was, okay? I had Think Liberty at the time. We had about 12 followers And you had a, a two-time repeating, you had a two-time reigning chair. That I'm, you going up up against, against. I'm going up against the guy running for his third term. He's, third a, term. he's a, a trial lawyer. Uh, he owns a huge right. business in Arizona, right? And I'm going, and I'm going, nobody knows who I am. But I'm setting out on this mission, and I'm not going to quit until my mission is successful. My mission wasn't becoming chair of the party. My mission was to move the Overton window in the Libertarian Party, and Nick Sarwark got beat by Noda in New Hampshire for treasurer three weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. I, I won. I yes. won. And for after, sure, you did. About a week after he said, <laughs> "There, it's not cancel culture, it's... Accountability, oh, accountability action, a, yeah, accountability yeah. action or something. Yeah, yeah. Good that job, was just buddy. like was perfect like, timing. Hey, for for everybody, right. for everybody that knows that you got you got to also put into what he's facing the bullshit that mm -hmm. Josh has had to endure. I have screenshots, okay. and these screenshots are not. I don't. I don't have. I could, but I don't have a shit done. These say. This is in the official Indiana uh, Libertarian Party. Oh, yeah, I saw this shit. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I know the official <laughs> Libertarian. I'm going to read it. And I'm going to quote. Put those bitches up there. I'll do the it. I, it's is on my the, phone. Is this the Owens? No, I can do it. No, no, it, it isn't. No. Now, this, this is the you. chair of the Libertarian Party of Indiana. Someone, this was in the official chat for the Libertarian Party of Indiana, in the official chat. This was what was said. Someone else said, magically, the necessary equipment showed up at the Mises Caucus party. And then the uh, chair said, and this is Tim McGuire, the chair of the uh, Indiana Libertarian Party, who is, is nice as can be to your face. Yeah. But this is what he said. Can't expect, expect much better from white supremacists. Someone else added. We have no other argument. What else are you going to do besides right. call, call them? Oh, fucking loser. Right. right. <laughs> on top of that, Shit. someone else said, how much profanity can be loaded into one message on the doing business side before it belongs to, oh, cannaboy. Uh, anyway, not very important. I said, so yeah, got to say, because I've never been officially part of the, um, and I'm in this chat because I was a delegate. Um, I said, yeah, I got to say, I'm not in the Mises caucus, but calling them all white supremacist is not helpful. He said, um, Marcus, I apply the same metric to them that I do the police. If they are not willing to clean house, then they're just as guilty. I previously always respected the other caucuses, but that one scares me. Okay, there you go. And 
I said, again, not something I am part of, but our good libertarians in that, there are good libertarians in that caucus and guilt by association is not the collectivist mentality I want to align with. The, at the end of the day, you have been li- you have been lied about by multiple people. You have been attacked for being a racist. You have been attacked for being uh, too right leaning. You've been I'm Jewish. Attacked I'm for Jewish, being- by the way. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. So, 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 I have a question for all those people. So, I'm literally they, half they, Middle they Eastern. Wanna, they want to cancel you, and they also want to cancel Hotep Jesus. Yeah. So they say that you're a you're a white supremacist, and then they say that they say they say that. Right, right, right. Yeah. They right. They say that Maj is like a black white supremacist somehow. Yeah. Um, Dave but then Smith they say, also a Jew. but then what's that? Dave Smith, who's also a Jew. Yeah. Also and Adam. Also, yeah, Adam Murray Rothbard. <laughs> <laughs> on Mises. It really, <laughs> there's all these people. Party, man. There's all these people. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so anyway, so there's that, and then there's Hotep Jesus, who they're trying to cancel um, as as he's being like invited to speak at the California convention. Um, and they're saying he's an anti-Semite. And so I'm like, okay, so wait. So when the coalition of Jewish white supremacists and black anti-Semites come together, <laughs> which one do you hate more? The Jews yeah. or the black people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a good way to put it, dude. For real. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They they say he's an anti-Semite because once he said that, you know, Jews control all the media and all this stuff. But those same people will turn around and be like, oh, white people are racist. I'm like, right. whoa, wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. Right. You right. just right. said right. that he can't say all Jews that Jews control all the media, which I mean, it, it could be possible. I don't know all the, the media people, but to then turn around and say all white people are racist is is just as bad, if not worse. You right. fucking idiots. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's just it just blows my mind. The 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 level of mental gymnastics that these people use is 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 I mean it's palpable. It's just, it's horrible. I mean it's just ridiculous. And you know, I've been through it worse than just about anybody in this fucking party, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had people call me a deadbeat dad, a uh, woman abuser. I got this this shithead Richie Castallo running around calling me a sexual abuser. What the, the there, there's not even a kernel of truth to that one. At least I did get in an altercation with an ex-girlfriend once where the cops came. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like there's not even a kernel of truth for this shit. They, you know, they're saying that I I don't pay my child support. I got I got receipts, bitch, for, for years and years and years mm-hmm. and years. 800 bucks a month. And mm-hmm. I'm raising seven in my house right now. So which one am I which one am I I not taking care of? You tell yeah. me. Yeah. No. Look, I, I, am I'm, I'm not going to name names because uh, all name I, names I, I all did. I kind of believe in the, uh, in the, uh, uh, keep your enemies closer, um, sort of uh, ways to. Uh, and I'm not saying these people are necessarily enemies. I just oh, they're prefer enemies. to. I prefer. Well, I'm talking about the people who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Right. Um, there's some people who I know personally who were saying some stuff that, like, during the chair debate, and I was just like, hmm. Okay, so you're gonna. It was like you would make a point, and it would be like child abandoner, and oh, I was like, yeah, yeah these like y'all like tried to y'all y'all literally tried to like ruin an actual human family, yeah, by like dragging someone's child into some Bro, stuff. So much deeper, dude. That didn't no need to. Yeah, well, I, I probably don't know. I didn't even know. The, I didn't even know this, this stuff. until afterwards. But I mean, they, they literally like. They bribed my 16-year-old daughter with a phone while she was in a bad situation to talk oh, shit about me. Bro. That's wow. how fucking terribly depraved these shitheads are. I've been trying to get custody. I didn't know that. Ten Holy years. shit. Ten years I've been trying to get custody. I have it now. Yeah, yeah. Got, got her out of the No, and, and, and uh, but I'm, these I'm, motherfuckers. I'm glad for you and for her for that. Yeah. yeah. They literally meddled in that shit. 
Mm-hmm. They literally meddled in that shit. Over politics. Over fucking Over politics. intra-party and, politics. And not yeah. only that, but to libertarian protect, party to protect, politics. To protect some of the <laughs> most douchebaggery that I've ever seen. To protect like, the anthill, dude. Let's let's call it what it is. Like, it's a fucking like, anthill. It's not even yeah. oh, and I'm talking about like the specific personalities involved. Oh, who shit. they were who shit. were being protected. I'm like, yeah. if you were trying but, to protect Ron Paul, I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying like, okay. I can see why you might have been misguided, but to try to protect the people they were trying to like some of the most smarmy, like plausible deniability using um, dishonest people. It it was uh, beyond the pale. Sure. Well, let's just call it what it is. It all started with Angela Fisher Owens. I mean, all Mm -hmm. of it. The very beginning in 2017, when she was managing uh, 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 Alicia Dern's campaign, they came mm-hmm. to me and they're like, hey, we're going to work together to take down Nick Sarwark. And I said, no, I'm going to run a clean campaign on my own merits because I think I can beat Nick. And then they they got all pissed off. Then they came to me three weeks later. Hey, we're going to start a Me Too movement in the in the Libertarian Party. We want your help. And I was like, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to just start making accusations about people right. that I don't even fucking know. And then right. they got so pissed. And then two weeks later, they started that Me Too movement. With me, yeah. With me, out of the blue, I was at Texas State Convention, and Angela Fisher Owens sends me, "Hey, some stuff coming out about the Washington State Convention. You and Ben, uh, 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 Ben, yeah, Ben Farmer, Farmer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that shit. And and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Ben Farmer and I shared a hotel room at the Washington State Convention. First of all, (laughs) Washington State Convention was my home convention. I was living Uh, in Washington State at the time. Everybody there knew me. Literally, everybody there knew me. Even the speakers. You know what I mean? And I'm going, what could I have done? And then she's like, she's like, oh, you said something about some lady's pussy or something. And I'm like, no, no I fucking, that's just, first of all, I had a living girlfriend. You know, it was just not something that I would have done at all. Right. And so when they started coming out and making up this story and they had their whole little crew from that were all working on the Feldman Foundation together and she, and she, and she starts sending me all this shit, I said, you know what? I got screenshots to disprove everything you're fucking saying right now. So they put out an article on the libertarian vindicator or some shit at the time. And I put out a second article that literally tore their shit to, to shreds to the point where the Alicia Dern campaign had to make a public apology. The people who made the accusations had to make a public apology. And ever since then, it was like, she went around like a snowball trying to get everyone she could to hate me. Everybody. And it was that, like, that's what it is. My after it's, another. It's that uh King Solomon, you know, split the baby kind of thing. Like if, if I can't have what I want, no one can have it. Yep. It's, <laughs> and, it's more, the it's thing is, it's more insidious depraved. than that. To to add to that, um, I want to add, I was there when in the, the first real, um, because Angela Fisher Owens was the campaign manager for Adam Kokesh for a limited amount of time. I was there. It was at the, uh, the, uh, Arizona. the Arizona um, mm-hmm. convention when I watched her try to just absolutely tear apart Bill uh, Weld, which I don't like Bill Weld, and but at the same time, what Angela Fisher Owens does is she sows discord. That's what she does. What she is doing, in my opinion, it is. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not trying to say that she works for the FBI. I'm I'll not say trying it. To say I think she. I think she works for the alphabet agencies. Right. I don't yeah. know. My guess is she works for somebody who works for an alphabet agency, but. Um, at the end of the day, what she is trying to do is to sh- sow discord. If there is any group that is mm. causing people to come together within the Libertarian Party, she attacks them. Every time. Every yep. time. 
Boy, it sounds like a whole bunch of like blackmail. Like this is disgusting. Is that oh, I got legitimately blackmailed like, in twenty eighteen. What, what I describe it as is I describe it as these people don't have anything better or more important to accomplish, and so they LARP as Game of Thrones characters. That's what my girlfriend says. That's what my fiance says all the time. She's like, <laughs> she's like, Don't these people have anything better to do with their time? Yeah. What do they what do they do for the movement? What it's Game do? Game of Thrones LARPers. That's all they Would are. Like they're, they're trying learn? to pretend like they, they wield all this power, and it's like like you're literally stopping the people who could actually make this party powerful to to like actually free people. Yeah. And you instead what you're doing is you're fighting over this throne that has no power whatsoever right now. So Nico, you were about to say? Oh uh, no, I was gonna ask Josh uh about his uh, experience with um if you were like to go into it uh with the blackmail and all that. Like is there oh, sure. just more than uh them trying to get your daughter and well, you know so the phone call. We can we can talk about the so the black belt that happened in 2017, 2018 before the first chair race. So there was more than one group of people that were going after me, right? There was the Angela Fisher Owens crowd, which was the Alicia Dern campaign with Joe mm -hmm. and, and Tashina Pascal and and those people mm -hmm. um, who had done such terrible shit. They actually got Aaron Adams to step down from the El the Feldman Foundation because they didn't she didn't want to be a part of their shit anymore. Um and then uh uh, there was also the this was the time when the Libertarian Socialist Caucus popped up and they were running that candidate, Matt Kino, who is a uh, avowed a, a um, uh, Marxist communist now. Right. <laughs> a, a murder your landlords. Yeah. Uh, you know, like so, it, but here's the thing. And some people probably don't know this. He used to be my best friend. dude. He used to be like wow. one of my best friends. And he was like he was the ANCAP cat. He was like hell, super hardcore anarcho-capitalist, dude. Right? Really? Yeah, he was one of the people who founded. If you remember before Think Liberty, we had a site called Dankertarians. Yeah, and we founded Dankertarians together. It was a really cool outlet between people like me, Caitlin Cloven, uh, uh, Vinny Marshall, uh, Matt Kino, Bo Brown, who became pretty hardcore communist, uh, Marxist, not Marxist, but like you know whatever yeah. mutualist, um, and and also uh, uh, Lonnie Dupree. And when they decided they were going to go communist. We we took off and started to think liberty. Me and Vinnie Marshall and Lonnie Free yeah. and and Caitlin Cloven, and that became way more successful than Negertarian's dumpster fire, anyways. So, um, <laughs> and so uh, he had all these chat logs from Negertarians, mm. and he came forward and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to release all these chat logs if you don't drop out of the chair race." And I said, "You just committed federal political blackmail, legitimately, <laughs> like without even batting an eyelid." You are committing a federal felony, <laughs> and so that, is that why he tried? He chose to to run against you instead. No, he was already running. He was already running. Against oh, me. he was already running yeah. at that point. Okay, no, okay. he decided to run against me because I because I wasn't communist enough or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, and, and I don't have any problem with like the if it's voluntary. Yeah. You know, you want to have a commune or whatever and all sure. this stuff. But same, it's, same. I don't this 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 whole like rejection of rejection of property rights. Yeah, Marx that, like that loses me. Yeah. Marx, well, this is well, Let's 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 get it back to to what the real crux of that argument is, because I've got a little bit of a narco communist in me. I, I am mm -hmm. pretty influenced by uh, by Emma Goldman. And at the end of the day, I, I see some of their arguments. I understand the mm -hmm. focus on mm -hmm. corporations, all of that crap. At the end of the day, and if you were, and, right. Yeah. The enemy of any anarchist, whether that anarchist is like me, or that anarchist is a agorist, or that anarchist is an ANCAP, or that anarchist is a anarcho-communist, the enemy is not 
another anarchist. The enemy is the state. And if you are aimed at the state, then you are my ally. That is the end of the day because that is the biggest pieces of shit on the whole planet from, from the beginning of time. Next day, Angela ain't... Fisher owns. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, all but, right. that, but, but people like her and like Matt is what the problem is they point all their rockets at people like you. Right. And so, that's what's fucking bizarre about this whole thing. It's like, bro, like we can agree to di- like Marcus says all the time. Th- he has this metaphor about like getting on, or maybe it's somebody else's metaphor about getting on the freedom train mm-hmm. and Rothbard, you get, but- you, you get all, Oh, it's about Rothbard. Shit. Fuck. I didn't, I need to read more Rothbard. God damn it. Um, uh, I haven't read enough. I drive too much anyway. No, but like you get off that freedom train, wherever your stop is, you know, and if that stop is at voluntary, you know, commune or whatever. Okay. Whatever that it's, it, but it's still, or all right, minarchy or whatever, but you're still traveling. We're going in the same direction. So why are we shooting each other while the state is fucking us over left and right? Why are we, why are we fighting each other when we could be fighting them together, arm in arm? It's fucking retarded anyway. So to bring this around, we've talked about how you've been fucked and we've talked about how you've been, you know, demonized. Tell us what you're going to do about it. Tell us how you're going to change it. Tell us how Josh, who has just said he's not going to run for chair, which I think is a mistake, but I'm not you. Um, But Josh. I don't know, man. I saw, I saw Josh. We were, we were hanging out after the convention and everything like Orlando. It's me just going there as a delegate with my ass. I'm not trying to put that shit on a man who's got all the shit he's got going on personally right now. That's I was that's a, a lot. What do you, that's a what lot do you do? I did. Uh, I did. I did put on my Twitter that I am throwing around the idea of starting an exploratory committee to run for U.S. Congress here in Iowa. So Good. that may be. I think my next step is public office, like actually committing and running a public campaign. I think that. You know, in a state like Iowa, I can do really good. My dis- my congressional district is the only Democrat in Congress for Iowa. She won by two points against the oh, wow. Republican. Um, and so, you know, I- I'm really seriously throwing that idea around. I think I could do well for the Libertarian Party here. Um, and I think that I need to kind of go back to my roots and do some local shit. Um, it's a federal campaign, obviously, and I'd have to go to D.C. if I won. I'm not really under the impression that I'm going to win, but I'm going to try to win, you know, mm-hmm. Um and and so if I, if I do run, that's 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 probably what my next step is. At least, if not that, some public office. I think I think I've like I said, I think my mission in the Libertarian Party intra party is is almost accomplished, dude. Uh, just over the last couple of weeks, we have uh, taken five state boards with the Mises Caucus, um, including West Virginia yesterday or the day before. Um, we have made sure that Nick Sarwark literally lost to none of the above in New Hampshire. And uh, on May 1st, we will we will take the Libertarian Party of Nevada away from the Libertarian Party of Nevada. Um, and, and they know it. And their Twitter uh, person actually stepped down today because he knows. <laughs> and if you follow the Libertarian Party uh, state pages, you know that the Libertarian Party of Nevada is by far the worst state party. And so uh, we're taking it from them. And so that was always my mission. It's not like, and, and I tell all these people, no, dude, I'm not going to purge you from the party. I just want you to get in the back seat for a while. You've been fucking up long enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I feel like the work that I've done over the last four years has led to this. When I joined the Mises Caucus in 2017, mm-hmm. there was 42 people in the in the Facebook group. Okay. 
Nobody knew who the Mises caucus was. No one cared. Okay. Four years later, they're pulling in almost 15 grand a month. They are taking over state boards all over the country. They have, they have 10,000 people on an email list that want to be delegates. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, uh, it's mission accomplished for me, man. I, I did what I had to do. I put myself on the line. I traveled around the country with the Mises uh, caucus target on my back for four years and I worked my ass off. I'm going to sit back and chill a little bit now. And, and if I run, it's going to be an outward campaign. We're not going to have to deal with the intraparty people anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I already shit all over these people. I mean, they tried so hard to kill me and I just mm. kept getting back up, putting my finger up and moving on. You know what I mean? And so they know, they know that they lost these people all around the country that are like this, they, they know they're losing. They see it happening. And it's the death nail of, of, of a, a losing side at this point. So I don't need to, I don't need to keep going. I, I, I'll, I'll put my support by Angela behind Angela, uh, uh, McArdle. McArdle. Yeah, She's yeah. amazing. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I worked with her on the board, on the board in California. I am stoked to see her running. Uh, I never really wanted to run against her. I didn't want it to have to be a fight at all because I respect her more than anybody else that's going to run for chair probably. And mm -hmm. I think that everyone should coalesce behind Angela. She's amazing. She's one of the hardest workers and she's got a great ethic and she is philosophically consistent from, from start for to real. Finish. Yep. So, no. Yeah. And, and, and like, she's, she's like astute enough to, to like navigate without like, like she's a, she's like no nonsense, but she's also like, like I, I actually think she can, she can kind of like pull people together and bring some of these different factions that are infighting together under like a, a, a common umbrella. Because like the, to Marcus's point, like that we're, we're fighting enemies much bigger than each other. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I like, seriously, we, we need to stop fucking around because um, this is, this is way bigger than this little, you know, infighting bullshit. We're up but, against people uh, that will napalm your children. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? We don't. That's what we people don't, don't fucking. Yeah. They don't. They, they want to talk about all this shit and try to like drag up and use. And that's why I like. I use this term plausible deniability a lot, but that's like there's this. Shout out to Nick Sarwark. If yes, if you can, <laughs> if you can pretend like you didn't say something, or you can pretend like you weren't involved in like dragging somebody through the mud or anything like that, you think you're somehow like above the fray. Yeah. When you're really just being you're you're LARPing as a Game of Thrones in, character. In, in the in the words of Gary of in the words of Gary, uh you're being a pussy. You're yes, a you pussy. are exactly you're being a fucking pussy. You're being a cunt. <laughs> and it, it, we have people, like Josh said, who will literally murder your children. Yep. We don't and need people that are that's who we're fighting up against. Yeah. And you're you're instead of fighting them, you're fighting us. The fuck out of here did somebody just anyway. call me the thanos of the libertarian, the party? Of the libertarian party no I stop wish. it shit i wish who, man, who is that great. that must be uh that must be oh god if i could have just snapped my fingers four years ago and just been been done with it that would have been great but unfortunately i actually had to put in a ton of sh a shit ton of work but um <laughs> but yeah uh yeah dude that's you know and that that quote is i stole that quote from from michael heiss i mean we're up against shout out to michael heiss too yeah. by the way we're up against a state that right will there. literally napalm your children. We don't need people that are fucking offended by words, dude. We nice. need mm -hmm. we need soldiers. If you're going to stand in the way of the people who are legitimately ready to fight the state, then you're either we're either going through you or around you, bud. So you can mm -hmm. move over or or get out of the fucking way because we're not stopping. And I think that the four the last four years have proved that I'm not stopping. 
Michael Heiss is not stopping. Jeff Douglas is not stopping. Luke Enzer is not stopping. David Hines is not stopping. The fucking Mises Caucus is here to stay, and they're winning. And growing. And growing. Day. They're winning they're every growing. single day. Every day. It's like a fucking giant snowball rolling downhill. Join us, join us or die, man. I mean, that's pretty much, you know, at this point, it's like, it's like we're here to fight for freedom and liberty. In a not, figurative sense. Yeah, like, we don't have not the people who napalm your children. Right. The, the Mises Caucus doesn't have to punch down anymore. They, they're right. all, they're all up at this point. Right. You know what I mean? There's no more yep. punching right. down. You're either with us or, or, or we're going to move you out of the way and keep going. I mean, that's mm -hmm. really, that's really what it is. It's, and it's not, you know, they use this takeover language and, I talked mm -hmm. about this with Scott Horton. That's why I use the makeover language. Yeah, like it's, it. a, yeah it's, it's a makeover. <laughs> it's but, a makeover. And, and Scott Horton made a good point. You know, when I had Scott on my show after the show. So I did about an hour and 20 minutes with Scott Horton. And then I got the show and did about another hour and 20 minutes just talking to Scott Horton. You got to record those. Did you record uh, it? No, I wish I would have. You got to start recording that shit. Man. But uh, like, so We Scott, learned that lesson the hard way, too. Yeah. Well, so Scott, Scott's like, look, look, how would you feel if you had been in the Libertarian Party for the last 20 years? Okay, and you're a big fan of Mises, and you're a big fan of what the Mises Caucus is doing, right? But you've been out doing all the work, the petitioning, and all this shit, and then all of a sudden, this new group of people come here and go, "Hey, we're from the Mises Caucus. Fuck you!" And then walk. You know what I mean? It's not like, and, and I want to make I want to make it exceptionally clear that it's not like that for me, mm -hmm. and especially right. Michael Heiss. The takeover language it sounds fun, it's playful, but but what's really happening is we're coming to help, right? Mm -hmm. And if and if you're going to stand in the way of that help then yes, we want you to get in the back seat. If you're if you're cool with the help and you want to see the party grow and you want to see it become successful and you want to see us on a national political stage be, uh, uh, I mean, really do good things and, and actually move the liberty needle in this country, fucking awesome. We're not trying to take you over. We're trying to work with you. You know what I mean? And so I think that that's, I think that that's where the big breakdown is. And of course, people are going to hear takeover and then the people that don't argue in good faith are going to be like, oh, they're coming to take us over. They're white supremacists and this and that. And we know how these people work. It's leftist tactics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we know, we know that you're going to call us homophobes and, and, and what, you know, transphobes and. Hey man, and, you're and, fucking you up know. my next segment. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, look, I was, I'm getting ready. I've got, I've got the uh, swirly, uh, swirly twirly of death oh, ready. So. Hey, 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 you're Josh. ready. But anyways, we're not, we're not uh, going to Wait, let, let Nico ask a question real quick, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna take him to the chamber. I was warning him. Just close your eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, he's, he's gonna warn you. <laughs> yeah, you may want to close your eyes. I, I don't think you need to close your eyes unless you have like you need to a, open a, them yeah, very you, wide. Yeah, I was gonna say unless you have a uh, like a you know an epilepsy history. I do. I got a little bit, a little bit of problems. So we'll uh oh, we'll all right. Well, just turn away real quick. Close your eyes. Close your eyes real quick if it gets if it gets trippy. This is what we call. We like to call this. The Aquarian Anarchy Indoctrination Chamber. Oh, jeez. Welcome. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not anything real. It's not anything real elaborate. Uh, I am working on something down. more elaborate than that. I just fucking work and drive too much, so I don't. Hey, well, have time welcome to to my life too, buddy. Edit a whole right. video thing of like uh, I, I want to have like Marcus doing voodoo and like you know. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> casting a spell on you or some shit. Um, but uh, we don't, have, we don't, we don't have that yet. Um, so I, I would like to start, Marcus, if that's okay with you. Um, so why are you a white supremacist? <laughs> why am I a half Middle Eastern man, a white supremacist? Let's yeah. see. Um, hmm. I hate myself. You know, I just really do. I really do. Jesus. Why do you like to beat up women? Oh, my God. Oh. 
Uh, we were gonna prepare you, but you were late. It's so much. You should, it's, you should not have come late, motherfucker. No. <laughs> it's just so. It's so satisfying. You know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh God, man, this is bad. That's not. No, but uh, so, uh it was funny when you said the thing about you hate yourself. It reminded me of Adam when uh he was interviewing Hotep Jesus. He said he was like, "I'm half German, half Jewish. I don't know which side of me to hate worse." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, go ahead, Nico. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, do you believe in Joey riding police cars? Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's our property, anyways. We pay for it <laughs> for sure. Now, this this is supposed to be the uh, like place where we indoctrinate the uh, people. A non anarchist, yeah, right. A non anarchist into being an anarch, which is uh, which is my preferred term for what I am, because uh, an anarchist is someone who is practicing anarchy, and I'm not practicing anarchy, but I own myself. It compares to being a monarch. I am an anarch, uh, which means I have no ruler. Because even though I live in a uh, fascist regime, regime, I personally own myself and they can go fuck themselves. So there's not a lot we can really work with here, Josh, because I already know, <laughs> I already know <laughs> that you're there. So I got to, I got to pull from what people say about your shit all the time. Right. So um, I want, I do want to dive in to a couple of things. Uh, first thing is I, the the rhetoric that you just uh, went into about bringing uh, taking over the Libertarian Party and sure. and all of that. Um, I do think that that has a tendency to um, to turn people off. What I have seen um, is the Mises Caucus lock arms and put aside um, any other opinion. You know, the focus of some people in the Libertarian Party is not economics. True. And what would you do about some of those issues if given the magic wand, how would you force your, your uh, Mises uh, basis on people that might be more interested in the environment or might be more interested in gay rights or might be more interested in uh, things that are traditionally considered left of center, those anarcho-communists. How would you approach people like Joe Kopsik, who um, I, I debated a um, little over a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. Um, how would you approach them? Would you approach them to push them out or would you try to educate them? What is well, I, I think education is important. I think Joe Kopsik's a lost cause and he can go fuck himself. But, um, there are some good people from that, that, that wing of the party who, um, who, uh, are, are reachable. And I'm not, I'm not here to, I'm not here to really force anybody out. You know what I mean? Like I, like I said before, I'm not, I don't want to force anything on anybody. Uh, I think the Mises caucus is the, uh, economics wing of the libertarian party. Um, and I think that they're staying the most philosophically consistent when it comes to economics for libertarianism. Uh, but I, I'm also, you know, I, it's the same thing with the immigration debate, right? Like I, of course, you know, if, if you, if you've ever listened to me, you know, I'm an open borders guy. I am. Uh, mm -hmm. but I also am not going to tell somebody who thinks that we need, uh, Ellis Island style immigration that they can't come to the party if they're good on every other issue. Right. Um, so I think economics is a big issue for the Libertarian mm. Party. I do. I think that, you know, the economics of freedom are very, very important. Um, and, and if you need any book references, please let me know. I've read them all. Uh, uh, you know, I, we could pull out the machinery of freedom here or, or I think I got, 
I got for new Liberty or, you know, there's plenty, there's plenty. Um, sure. but, but, uh, no, you know, again, Joe Copsick can go fuck himself, but there are some really good people from that side of the party, uh, who really do truly care about Liberty and freedom and, uh, not, you know, pushing this, uh, Medicare for all, you know, we're going to kill right. your landlords, uh, type style shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and by the way, Joe Kopsick did like an hour and a half long video on me on YouTube once, so that's why I'm telling him to go fuck himself. Um, I I debated him after that. Yeah, I know this was this was 2018 after I went on the Tom Woods show. He did like a reaction podcast to, your Tom to, me, Woods on, to me on the Tom Woods show, and I'm just like, <laughs> all right, dude, that was it's got. I think it oh, only has like 42 views. Or something. You know, how they have that that song. They will know we are Christians by our love. I think I think in some ways, like they will know we are true libertarians by our enemies. Um, cause there's some of that stuff that it's just like, man, like when you, when you think about like the, the, some of the, the statist authoritarian type shit that people try to pull, um, to fight back against, like, right. I, I have my own like personal beliefs on shit, but like, I don't, I'm not here to like stop anybody from doing anything that isn't infringing on anyone else's yeah, right. I don't, yeah. I don't give a shit. This and, is and like yeah. this, this idea that like you have to have, um, this, I don't know. They, they think it's like a purity test that if you if you're not willing to shoot a landlord, that somehow you're like something's wrong with you. And I'm like, bro, like, did you hear what you just said? Like, some of these people are like also victims of the state. Sure. <laughs> like the the landlord is a victim of the state too. Jesus Christ! Man. Well, there like, are three things. I think there's three. I think there's I think there's three <sighs> very serious issues in this country um, that that need to be addressed if you're going to call yourself a libertarian. I do. I think ending the wars. Has yep. got to be, in my opinion, yep. the one of the biggest issues that Wars you think murder. about. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like right uh, at the top for me. Like it's, honestly, like, it's one of the reasons why they take taxes from us. I mean, they are literally mm-hmm. taking your money to brown to bomb brown people overseas. A third of the national budget goes to the military-industrial complex. You have mm-hmm. to be cognizant of that first. The Federal Reserve is destroying our purchasing power in this country. It's something that has to be addressed. All the time, you have to you have to think about it. I know that some people are like, "Oh, the Fed's too uh, hard to understand for some people." No, it's not. It's really easy to understand. They're the yeah. ones that are inflating your purchasing power and fucking it up, and they're the my ones who daughter, set interest rates. My daughter was a freshman in high school, explaining the creature from Jekyll Island to a classmate. Sure, it's not that hard to understand. It's really not, dude. It's really not. <laughs> it's not. Um, and the other and the other one is criminal justice. I think that we have the largest prison population in this country, uh, which I think 70% of them, 65% of them are nonviolent offenders setting in, in rape, violent rape cages. This is, this is, this is legalized slavery, dude. Mm -hmm. It's literally the Democrats and Republicans went, well, we can't do the slavery thing anymore. So we're going to 13th amendment. Shout out to the 13th amendment Um, for like making slavery legal still. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, and then, and then bonus issues are, uh, you know, freedom of self-defense. I think that's a really important one. I don't say that our second, that our, that our, uh, our right. right to defend ourselves comes from the constitution. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's granted to us as a human being, you know, at period, that's it. There is no discussion outside of that. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I very, I'm very Lysander Spoonish when it comes to the, the constitution of this, oh, of this country. Oh, I mean, sure. <laughs> Yeah, so it's you know it's a it's it's a it's a piece of crinkled up old parchment paper that has done nothing to stop them from trampling our rights. So for sure. So it sounds like it sounds like the typical white supremacist stuff that I'm hearing. Totally. You don't want us. You don't want us to bomb brown people overseas, <laughs> and you don't want um, black people 
disproportionately thrown in rape cages True. for nonviolent offenses. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I, I, those are totally like a traditional white white uh, supremacist talking points, big time. And I also don't want uh, you know uh, black men who have uh, had you know. Uh, nonviolent offenses on their record, not to be able to defend themselves with handguns and their families with handguns. You know what I'm saying? So uh, totally really, white supremacist, very racist. Really, what, yeah. what I've what I've gathered from this segment, Josh, is that you're really, really neglecting the most important issue in our time. Um, nearly 12 people nationwide are. <laughs> Are 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 discriminated against every year. Every year, aren't transgender rights important? I mean, sure. If I look, I I, I bet one hundred percent that um, if you're a transgender, transgender rights are very important. But to me, it's all individual rights. I mean, it's really what it is. You know, everything is individual rights. It's all about the individual. The smallest minority in this world is the individual, whether that's white, black, brown, uh, trans, gay. It doesn't matter. You're an individual. You have your own life, your own set of rules for your house. You should have the right to do whatever the fuck you want. <clears throat> so to me, fighting for individual rights is fighting for trans rights. You know what I mean? It is fighting for for uh, um, the black community to have whatever rights they want and and the white community to have whatever rights they want and the Asian community, you know what I mean? And But but we're breaking it all the way down to the individual. Mm -hmm. You know, because that those communities are made up of individuals that have their own idea of what they want to do with their lives. And there is no one size fits all for, for how you run your home. There just isn't. And so when we have this one size fits all central planning bullshit of a federal, especially of a federal government, you don't have any rights anymore. It doesn't matter if you're transgender or black or white, you don't have rights. You have what the government lets you do and that's it. And, and we have so many people in this country who do not understand rights that way. They do not understand the government this way. I mean, even libertarians are like, oh, no, the, the government is made to protect your rights. The government has never been about protecting your rights. Not since the beginning of government. And the burglars. Government, yeah. Ha, ha, have they ever been about um, ever been about protecting your rights? They have always been about growing their power and growing their influence. That's it. That's it's all they the, do. I always go back to the, uh, the, the line from The Anatomy of the State where Rothbard talks about um, shifting from looting, raping, burning, and pillaging a village, and then moving on to the next one like locusts, and sure. instead figuring out like, wait a second, what if we told them that we give them rights, and what if we told them that we're protecting their rights, and all they have to do is pay us and let us have a bunch of their shit on an ongoing basis forever, and then we'll just live here. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and that's that's really what it Keep what it comes down uh, yeah, to. You're a surf. It's, yeah, you're you become a surf. Yeah. And so all we've done is we've just kind of like upgraded the language and the firmware of the of the fiefdom concept concept from like centuries ago into what we have now and instead of uh instead of people asserting their rights, I mean, if this last year hasn't shown you right up front and center who gets it and who doesn't. I don't know what can tell you the greatest because... trick the government has ever pulled is making an entire population of people believe that they were there to help them seriously. 100%. The, the, uh, the, the federal government is a terrorist organization masquerading as a human rights organization. Mm -hmm. Period. For sure. 
period. That's all it is. Absolutely. And so, Nico, do you have some another question for him in our indoctrination chamber? Uh, how many people uh, can you shoot and get away with? <laughs> Depends on what branch of the military you're serving in, bud. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, oh, I like that answer. That was that was that was the one I wasn't expecting. But hey, yeah, it, it, it depends. Well, it depends. It depends on what alphabet agency or local authority or military branch you serve for. I mean, really, that's that's what it comes down to. Because you can't you can't shoot anybody and and get away with it. I mean, because mm -hmm. you don't have the monopoly on violence. The state does, right? So, um, somebody asked in the in your chat. Uh, what about the state after you abolish the federal government? Look, we'll try to break down the state too, trust me. But I would take a state-by-state state basis over a centralized federal government because then at least at least then I have the opportunity to, to vote with my feet and vote with my dollars. You know what I mean? I can move to a state that's doing the things that I like, but I can't move to another country that's doing the things I like just because of how insanely hard it is to become a resident of another country, you know, when it with States, it's different. So shout um, out to Liechtenstein. I'd love to live there, but they are like really, really restrictive because yeah. it's like so small yet. So awesome that they're like, nah, man, you can't live here. I'd like to live in a beach hut on Bora Bora. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. we, we don't all get what we want. No, I get it. But it'd be a lot easier. It'd be a lot easier to, to uh, you know, vote with your feet if it was, you know, dissolved in the mm -hmm. I, I think we need a national divorce anyways i mean right yeah, away yeah. right away we need a national divorce for sure know, because the, the the covid issue has shown me that there's people in this country that i just cannot live with i just can't mm -hmm. they're they're Great. they want they want to force vaccines on me they want to force me to stay in my home they want to force they want to force me to give up my self-defense like those people and i are no longer combat compatible at all mm -hmm. and for and sure. And if we don't have a national divorce soon, it's going to turn into violence, B big time, big time violence in this country. Speaking so, of, so we need that right away. Of, first thing. It's kind of funny how things popped up um, hmm, recently yeah. and it's the anniversary of George Floyd. So you have just taken everybody's emotions and, you know, I was just reading a book and I just thought of that. I was like, huh, like, ain't it kind of funny? Like nobody sees this coincidence. Like they just using the same time because Riots started up around this time, <laughs> you know. So y'all not seeing how this is carrying through your emotion? No, no, it's just me. Okay, no, 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 no. I do. That's what they do. They play on your emotions. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how the government controls you. There's a lot of, there's a, you know, I hate to use the word sheep, but there's a lot of fucking sheep out there, man. And they just eat up whatever the government tells them. They, you know, they can slap a, a, a specialist or professional on anything. And be like, here's your professional. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter that Dr. Fauci uh, pushed AZT to HIV patients and knowingly killed them because he wanted to make profit on AZT. And, mm -hmm. and we had people out there literally trafficking drugs from Mexico for, therape for therapeutic reasons to help people with HIV. No, it doesn't matter because the government has deemed him a specialist. And they're at, that's the government paid specialist. So everyone in this country is going to eat up whatever he has to say. Not everybody because I don't give a shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And, but 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 we can look back in history and see that a lot of the times when a government says, here's our specialist, you know, shit like the Tuskegee experiments happen. Shit like AZT happens. I mean, the government is horrible at this shit. They've been the worst at forever. Yeah, so yeah. why are we listening but, to them? <laughs> that's why it's like people are like, this stuff's not even FDA approved. It's just, I was like, 
I don't even give a fuck if it's FDA approved. Yeah, that even might then. even be worse. Yeah, <laughs> like, goddamn, like uh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here sure. with that shit. But what one of the things that that was um, that was it was kind of funny with the, the the whole. So as this stuff starts to happen, and you have the uh, is it Dante Wright? Is that his name? Is it Wright? Um, yes. Yeah. So as that thing happens, I get so from on the flip side. All right, I thought it was my from a, from a from a concern. Yeah, well, but from a conservative friend of mine, I get this uh, this video, and it's a video, it's a Charlie Kirk video, and he's talking about how you know. Well, now look at this, and let me oh, show you this video, and he shows the video of him. Like yeah, yes, yeah. and he shows the video Fat of him Charlie. like of him having the gun on camera, and I'm like, oh wait, so now if you if you dare have a gun and you're black, you're oh, that was the thirteen year old. That was the thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Dante, no, no, Dante no. Wright. Dante Wright was the one who got who the lady thought she pulled her taser and pulled her. You know, yeah, she I thought, thought she was, pulled her. No, that I, was, I don't uh, know. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm no, conflating him. I'm, but I, uh, yeah, I can't remember his name right now. But um, yeah, dude, he's it's so stupid. It's it's like you know, the, and you get the, and it the from biggest, both sides, the left yeah, and the right are doing the same thing, and and they're and they're telling me like, well, this is the media is drumming this up, and I'm like, yeah, and you're falling for the trap. Oh, sure. like that's your end of the trap. Your end of the trap is you send me Brandon Tatum, Candace Owens, Charlie Kirk videos. Mm-hmm. And the left end of the trap is you send me Rachel Maddow, Sean King, Mark Lamont Hill videos, yeah, <laughs> and Roland yeah. Martin or so. You know what I mean? Like it's this, it's this crazy matrix that they have people in. Where well, we talked about they, this last night. We talked about this was it two nights ago with uh, Spike Cohen. No, was it last night or the night before? Anyways, I, t- I, I, yeah, a couple. This of is ago. exactly what's happening. Okay, this is how stupid some people are in this country. Okay, the conservatives want to up the police state. They want the police to have more power in this country to execute people and do all this shit, right? Yeah. Who do you think is going to come take your guns when the Democrats enact gun reg- le- le- legislation? <laughs> Bro, and, the Democrats, and the Democrats want, want to defund the police, completely get rid right. of the police. Right. But who do they think is going to enforce their tax laws and their, you know, COVID shutdowns. Who do they think is going to enforce that shit? Don't worry, so, Lori Lightfoot's got that handled. She gave two hundred eighty million dollars worth of COVID relief to the cops. Yeah, we kind of broke out here, but I'm still. <laughs> that, Nico lives that. in Chicago, so oh, I, had to, I had to throw that out. Had yeah. to kick some dirt so, on his grave. <laughs> I'll be so in I, Chicago I, I, in June. I, I put out a I put out a tweet earlier today that I think encapsulates kind of the idea that you're talking about, Josh. And what I said is conservatives want to uh, or uh, the conservatives worship the state as it is. True. That's what's what they're conserving is the state as it is. And um, liberals worship the state like they want it to be. And mm-hmm. an anarch defies the state and opposes it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Fully. So I, I, with that, I think guys, I don't know, maybe we, we, we might him, have we an anarch. out of the tournament. I mean, yeah. out of the uh, chamber. Out of the <laughs> I tournament. I'm sorry. Be I've been in a anarch, basketball man. tournament all weekend. I fucking I have tournament on the brain. I've been, right, an, so an, we'll, I've been an anarchist by the way. For so we'll, yeah, I know. We know. <laughs> we know. We just have to do it. Like you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're a guest and you have to go into the chamber, whether you're an anarch or not. Fair. So one more time. All right. I'm done. That was all right. So, so at the end of the day, Josh, I, I, I really think that your voice is one of the voices. Um, and we've had some phenomenal guests. I mean, we just have. We've had, you know, a bunch of really good hoteps. We've had, you know, a bunch of we've had Dan Berman on here. Of course, we've had Adam on here. We've had Maj on here. We've had a, a lot of good 
um, people that are focused on solutions. And I think that you're one of those voices. Mm -hmm. So to kind of bring it home and uh, here probably within the next few minutes, let you go. I'd like to hear your solutions for not for the libertarian party. I think what you're doing for the libertarian works for the libertarian party works. You're you're, I like the idea of that. You've moved the, the, um, move the window a little. I, I like that analogy. I like the, the, uh, because I, I think that people like you and frankly, people like Adam aren't going to get the kind of credit that they deserve for pushing that to where right now we're talking about, is it going to be Spike or is it going to be Dave Smith? And I'm going, right. I'd take them both. Yeah, that's great. It's great. And, you know, I, I would actually love like a little coalition of like, uh, that, that, that would be like, that'd be really cool. Cause then it would like, it would bring quite a bit of shit together, right? Like it's, uh, I, I don't know. That's I, I'm, I'm one of those crazy people. Like my mom and dad, uh, I was a senior in, in college. My mom and dad split up and told us all that they were getting a divorce. And, uh, I made a mixtape and everything. And, uh, within nine months, I'm walking my mom down the aisle and handing her back to my dad and they renewed their vows. And like, they've been doing like marriage reconciliation ministry for like, 30 years since then um when they wait that's too long i'm not that old 25 years um but anyway i'm one of those kind of people that like i'm like no 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 you people are gonna stay together and you're gonna work together and this is all gonna work out and everybody's gonna be okay that's like kind of my energy where i come from on this stuff so like i want even people who don't agree on a whole bunch of stuff i want people to come together and like find a way to find the, the common ground and then work in that direction. And that's why that's one of the reasons why it's actually broken my heart because I, I came to the LP Marcus met me like as I was starting with uh, with Adam's campaign back in early 2018, I came to this with this like stupid naivete that like, Holy shit. Like I got to meet Adam and he's running for president and like the whole LP is going to be behind this and we're going to win and we're going to actually get this whole like, you know, dissolve the federal government shit on the ballot. And we're actually going to have a chance to see this and have it debated in the in public. And then like I run into the first like Facebook group and I was like, holy fucking shit. All these people hate each other. What the hell's going on? And they're trying to ruin all the people who I thought were good people. Why? What the hell? Why are you mommy? Why are you hitting daddy? Daddy, why are you hitting mommy? Like that's how I felt. And so I was just like, no, 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 no. Stop. Stop. Y'all used to love each other. What the fuck happened? So that's, that's kind of how I come to all this. And I'm, I'm looking forward to um, actually seeing that energy kind of reconcile and like, and, and move. And I realize that there's people who are actively fighting against that. And so, you know, get behind me, Satan. Um, but for the rest, like, I want to see the, uh, you got to go. No, I'm sorry. I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm for a minute. For a minute. I do have to go. Uh, okay. Okay. My bad. My bad. But anyway, that's what so, I'm, that's what I'm shooting for. I want to, I want to see people like you succeed because I think that there's a, uh, a huge energy of actually like bringing people together. There's all kinds of, I don't know. I, I I have seen a whole lot of uh, diverse inlets come even from the Mises group sure. that I think are way underappreciated. And there's this idea that like all the Mises people is like this big group think, but no, there's a whole bunch of different vectors that are coming into this, even through that, that are oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's completely, it's, it's much more diverse than people think for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So what I was getting at. Sorry, Marcus. That's okay. That's what <laughs> it is. What it is, man. But what I was getting at is we like to offer solutions, and so I'd like you to offer your solutions. What? And I'm talking about society. What things do you think are would be the first few steps that we should take as a, a people? Well, I think we need. I think, I think we need to defy right away. I think, especially during COVID. We, we've had tyranny handed to us on a silver silver platter for the last year. And I think people need to just start defying. I mean, open your business, take the mask off, start sure. going out and start going out and hanging out with your friends, open your bars, let people come in. It's done. It's over. You know what I mean? Like the, the most of the world has already proven that we, we can go back to normal. These people are just keeping us in this situation perpetually for because sure. they like the power. They like the control. We have to defy right away right away and and i have i mean you know we we don't wear masks you know we go out and live our life normally we go to the store we do all this stuff people look at us a little crazy we don't give a shit you know what i mean like we're yeah. just done playing the game man i don't know, you know? i get fist bumps from people in stores oh so sure sometimes like, too yeah well, yes. yeah i got one of those yeah. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, i always tell people man it's really nice to see your face you know? <laughs> right exactly right uh, that's a, i'm gonna good. start using that that's a beautiful one i love yeah. it i love it's it it's really yeah. nice to see your face man because you know that's it's just it's it's dehumanizing everybody and everybody's gotten to this point where it's like the first time on I purpose, went, in, I think, I yeah, think the, it's dehumanizing us on purpose. Oh sure, yeah. I, the first time it's I went to a store it. during all this, I felt like I was, I felt like I was doing something illegal, and I'm like, no, fuck this. Right? This is not illegal. This is not <laughs> illegal to do. I'm at a grocery <laughs> store buying groceries for my family. You know what I mean? Right. They made us all feel like we're doing. They, it was designed. I mean, told, you mm-hmm. know whether I'm not saying that the COVID thing is not a real thing. I'm saying that what they did in in uh you know during this whole thing i mean what you know the, all of their actions have been way overblown and overblown to, that's yeah, it. and to, that's and it. to make you submit and that's what they're doing and they it's worked you know a lot For of the sure. population has just submitted given well up. there's a lot of people no. who also like the idea of not having to go to work and being able to zoom it in oh sure yeah. sure yeah i wish you i could do that and, and I they're work fighting for that i get to do that i work i work with my hands man every day yeah. so yeah. you know it's uh so, i don't get i don't get that luxury one of the things that was a big takeaway for me with your uh when you interviewed brian um the hotep jesus one of my big takeaways from that interview was the um when he talked about the bifurcating of society and what you're talking about josh i think is is another and and you used an example with bitcoin and with with uh some of those things but i i the light bulb came on for me when when that was when i was watching the podcast and um you guys were talking about that because that is happening and there's always been like an underground um kind of like experience you, you think about the pirates and how the pirates didn't participate in regular society or you talk about the gypsies in Europe they didn't you know participate and the bifurcating i think is happening it's going to be hard but i do think that you're going to wind up with two cultures coexisting uh, globally one that is absolutely statist and is under the thumb and you might say oh that's awful we will have the largest population of people thinking freely if that happens Sure, and developing our own ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think that what, what we're seeing right now is actually the weakening of the state. I know it sounds like the state is becoming all powerful. What it's doing is grabbing a hold. And what we're seeing is 
you know, MeWe sucks. Let's just be honest. MeWe sucks. Uh, mine sucks. But it's trying. Float sucks. But it's yeah. free. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hey, and by that token, I, I will say what doesn't suck is Libre TV. Shout out to Libre TV. Um, so we we are and I don't know. I, I can we can we can talk about that later, Josh. But uh, there's a there's a, a free speech platform that is like a, an alternative to YouTube, an alternative to even like BitChute and some of those other. Like it's a lot more. Um, like we're we're live on there right now, um, and so it's a it's another platform. It's a friend of ours who who runs it and everything. But there his his whole thing is uh, Saul. It's uh, shout out to Saul G. Is if you you can say whatever you want on that platform, you just got to deal with the comment section. That's all. You talking about Odyssey? No, fuck Odyssey. Um, no, this is called this is Libre TV. This is a, a different uh, platform that our one of our friends uh, started up like Snare. actually a few months ago um, when they got banned from YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> they started their own platform. Um, and um, anyway, but it's uh, it, that's that's I think where where a lot of this stuff goes is the, the future of this is. Um, we, we're going to have to, uh, you know, and I'm not saying I'm like a, a huge, um, like lockstep fan of gab, but I can appreciate them building their own shit sure. and like continuing to be like having their knees taken out. And they're like, all right, we'll make our own prosthetic knee yeah, and we'll put yeah. it and we'll put it in and we'll start walking again. You know, sure. like it's, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of that that's, that I can appreciate. So, um, Hotep Daryl says, this guy sounds like someone I could drink a beer with. Nice. I have had a beer with Josh. It's a good time. I have so. had whiskey and <laughs> we were watching UFC in, uh, in Orlando. And what'd you say? Oh yeah, you had. Yeah. I've had whiskey and other substances. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those mushroom chocolates were pretty good, man. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, but good we uh, we really appreciate you coming on, and uh, yeah, I know absolutely. you got I know you got the the family and everything to get back to and everything. But uh, I love your setup. I got to like step my game up. I got yeah, do, man. I if gotta, you guys, if you guys have any tech questions or whatever, you, dude, yeah. I'll help you out, man. It's I've I've sunk <laughs> some money into it, man, but it's it's so worth it, dude. At the end of the day, yeah. it's so worth yeah. it, man. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Appreciate you gotta get that, top man. lobster to to make me uh make make this this show like a whole uh we top lobster. If you're still listening. Um, we would like uh, Nico, me, and for Marcus sure. as uh, little cartoons too, so for we sure. can uh, put for our, uh, our thumbnails and shit. Yeah, but, uh, no, man. We really appreciate you coming on, and uh, and and wish you the best. And we're we'll be we'll be there. Uh, Marcus, maybe not so much as as me, because I don't know how much more involved he's going to be in the LP. But I'll still take be it there. Up, take it over. We'll talk. Okay, yeah, I'll right. still be there helping you. <laughs> helping well, I appreciate it, man. We appreciate yeah. you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Hey, and Josh, just just know that you got you've got a fan in my little girl still. Uh, my, my little girl was the youngest uh, delegate to the national convention in 2018. Nine and years old. Not it was she's she was seven then. She was yeah, seven. I then? think I found that video of her endorsing me. I have a video. Uh, uh, I think it's on. I think I. I think I have it saved on my phone. But I just watched it recently. I was like, "Oh, that's the cutest thing I ever seen." I totally forgot about that. Yeah, his his uh, his daughter was seven, and she did. Anya a, even did Anya even did the whole March of the Dead veterans with us. She walked yeah, like oh, two yeah. miles in the sun in New Orleans and ants yeah, with great. us. Yeah, and ants. Yeah, we uh, y'all y'all got caught up in the ants. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, shit. That was yeah. That was rough. Yeah. 
but but she's a big fan, Josh, and you know she was happy to know that we were going to be interviewing you. She is upstairs watching this episode, likely with my <laughs> wife as we speak, and uh, just know that there are people out here who support you. You know, I'm I'm not going to be heavily involved in the LP. They it. it I have my energies directed other places. The Hotep Nation has, when I walked into uh, this group of people, they opened their arms to a fat white guy and it was a bunch of, <laughs> it was, a, it was a bunch of black guys and black women who said, Hey, w- welcome aboard. And I think I'm going to throw my lot in with them. Sure. But, uh, but Hotep, Hotep and build man. That's yeah, right. That's right. That's, that's right. right. So absolutely. thanks again, Josh, for coming on. And uh, if there's any, if you're coming through Indiana at any point, let me know. We, we have an extra room. We have cots. We have extra places for you to stay because I hope you're going to be traveling more. Someday, buddy. Someday. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a break now. I don't sure. know if I have a room. I don't know if I have room for eight, but uh, I, you know, <laughs> the, the invitation nine. stands for, for nine. Oh, nine. God nine. damn, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Seventy and you and uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nine. Yeah, I mean, but uh, I mean, if you're by yourself, or maybe just you, anyway. <laughs> I got a little bit. Of space. I got a little bit of space. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll be uh for and, and for anybody that's watching, we'll be in Missouri. Uh, Julie and I and the baby are gonna go to Missouri. Oh, um, nice. Uh, nice. Friday night. So we'll be there Friday night and Saturday. I speak at two Central Corn Standard Time. I like to call it Central Time. Um. And then uh, I'll be in Chicago in June for the LNC meeting. We're actually having it in. Hit Nico up. Nico's downtown. in. Yeah, I'm. I most definitely will be open unless I'm all the way in Indiana uh, with Marcus. Yeah, hit but me up. I think I probably it's like June sixth and seventh or something like that. But hit oh, me yeah, up. Oh yeah, no, that should be free then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll be. I, we're going to be downtown Chicago for. Uh, oh yeah. For it, so um, I, I drive past. Uh, the long strip every day on my back to work on my way. I tried to get them to have it in Southside, but they wouldn't do it, man. No, yeah, you know they might be scared, but it's okay. Yeah, well, this is <laughs> well, the, Cubs, the Cubs are better anyway, so it's all so. Good. Uh, Chaz the, Sandler, okay, you're. Uh, <laughs> we have a couple links for. We have a lo- couple links for Josh down yep. below. Yep. Um, definitely check out Break the Cycle. It is a good podcast. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, and uh, check that out. Is there anything else you'd like to plug, Josh? Uh, my Twitter. You know, just follow me at Joshua at large. That's you know, I'm at war with the blue checks. There, it's always fun. They haven't kicked me oh. off yet. Um, I also have a Facebook page, the uh, Break the Cycle with Joshua Smith. I'm on Odyssey at Break the Cycle with Joshua Smith. Uh, Twitch, Break the Cycle 83. Um, and uh, I'll be restreaming soon to like 20 platforms with my stream. So, But right now, the stream is up. Uh, live streams on YouTube, obviously, until they throw me off. Actually, I was just able to monetize today, so that's exciting. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, the stream automatically syncs to... Uh, odyssey so those are the two places you can actually watch the the live videos or the recorded replay of the live video and then i'm on every single podcast app uh you i usually get the audio up within the next morning so um definitely follow me man uh subscribe 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 guys yes also subscribe here yeah um, and like and share (laughs) remember two shares to speed the spread of this podcast (laughs) um that's what uh we've been saying that for uh, several months now that's our that's our i might might steal that from you guys i'll give you you credit at the end of the show two shares to speed the spread you know everybody if everybody just shares it twice yeah you know this thing will spread like a motherfucker um (laughs) and uh go to our patreon and go to the teespring store and grab a grab a shirt um, we have the uh, the make anarchy great again hoodie and uh, switch and uh, and t-shirts as well as the one that Marcus is holding up right now. 
And with actually, that, this one is the uh, I'm a libertarian leaning anarchist. That's my that's my man right oh, there. And, I love that one. Just a, a shameless plug. Go to at Top Lobster on, oh, yeah. on Twitter and follow this man. He's yeah. Amazing. He this he, is my Epstein didn't kill himself shirt. Right. That he made me. So. Top Lobster also said the uh, what was it like vote Noda uh, shirt was a uh, he was trying to plug that one earlier. Yeah, that's that's so, the break so. the cycle shirt. That's my shirt. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, says break so. the cycle on it, nice. and then uh, and then it's yeah. got the Noda sign across the front. Of Asking it. you to plug it, and you didn't plug it. We tried it. We even put it up on the screen and everything. I hopefully everybody saw it. But yeah. for the audio audience, now you know. Go to the uh, go to <laughs> go to the store there and 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 uh, and and buy those shirts from from Josh as well. Yeah. And, oh, and by the way, if anybody goes to Top Lobster, I know I should probably be promoting your shirts first. So go buy Aquarius. And anarchy shirts first <laughs> and then go to toplobster.com and use DTC at checkout and you get a 10% right, there you discount. Go. Hey, 10% discount for using the crypto. All right. Well, it's, it's break the cycle. BTC. Ah, oh, BTC is the, by is the code. That was that's by design. Code. That was by design. That's beautiful. By yes. And that's nobody understands beautiful. that. I just finally spiked Cohen goes, hey, I just realized break the cycle BTC. I'm like, oh, you just got that, huh? Nice. I just I got, it. got it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I mean, I'm fucking... I, uh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know till you told me. Good. Well, I'm glad uh, everyone started shout to, out to it bring out. the pain in Chris Rock. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so with that, I guess we'll finally let stay you go. Stay free, people. Dinner. Yes, stay free, my friends. Peace. <laughs>